0: okay so guys we are over here on Dafghaf Aleph Amud Aleph and like i said always if you can show me yourselves it would be great because it makes it much more engaging for me just to know that i'm talking to people but uh so it would be nice if possible if you don't mind um Elie apologizes he can't make it um i'm not sure about the rest okay so uh, it says like this. Um, we just discussed how uh, basically Kriyat Shema, saying Shema, uh, and Berkaramazon is Doraita, and because of that, if a person's a balkari, the Mishnah says one needs to uh, needs to Belibo. They they contemplate the the Amazon, the words and the Shema, and uh, either according to one opinion. Uh, thinking about something is considered saying it. It's um, not considered saying it in the sense that a Balkari, uh, somebody who's had a seminal emission, um, can't do it. Meaning, when because it's a doraita, because the mitzvah of Bikarama Mazon and Kretschma is a doraita, therefore the takana, we said, the decree of Ezra is that you can still think the words, even though his decree, which we don't practice today, but his decree was that you can't say words of davening or words of learning if until you've been to Mikvah after having a seminal mission. But um the that's the one that's the one side is we say Hiru Khadibu Dami. And then there we saw there's another opinion that says hiruk love Kadibu Dami. That when you think about something it's not the same as as saying it. Oh, so why should, based on the Mishnah, should somebody think about the words, even though it's not considered saying it? It's because it's Doraita, um, uh, and you, you should basically do it, even though you're not fulfilling the mitzvah. You should, because it's the time to do it, you should actually do it, even though you're not fulfilling the mitzvah proper. Um, okay, so that was the discussion of Hiru Kedemur Dami, Hiru love Dami. And now what we're going to continue is the discussion about Birkaramazon being a Mitzvah Doraita or not, and Kriyat being a Mitzvah Doraita or not. Now, let's see. a Yehuda says, How do I know that Birkat Hamazon, that saying Birkat Hamazon, after, after food, after eating, Minatora? Is from the Torah. That when you do B'Kanamazon you fulfill a mitzvah from the Torah. Shnei mar as the passage says, um, uh, You shall eat and you shall be satisfied and you shall bless. And therefore it shows that once you've eaten and once you've been satisfied then you obligated from the Torah to bless Hashem. So that's a very clear proof that saying B'Kanamazon is from the Torah. Amar, so then in the next case How do we know that saying the brachas on the Torah before you learn is also a mitzvah from the Torah There are only two brachot that are doraita brachot The rest are all rabbinic um, the, one, the first one is birkatamazon the, uh, the second one is uh, Torah. So, the proof for Bekara Amazon is very clear, but the proof for Bekara Torah is less clear, and therefore I'm not sure if it's according to all opinions, is it Doraita? It might be that according to some, it's the rabbonne. we hold it, is Doraita today. Yeah? Um, no, I think uh, Embassy did. um Sorry, guys. So, the the pasuk says like so it's what's the source to say a broch on the torah before you learn <speaking in Hebrew> uh, when i will i will call out the name of hashem <speaking in Hebrew> give praise to our god so the give praise to our god or give greatness to our god is the law is actually the source for saying amen but the saying kishay Hashem ekra i will I will call out the name of Hashem that's where we learn out the source uh, for learning that you say a brocha when you learn Torah because the context of this Pasuk is referring to Hazinu which Moshe talks about the Torah in it and uh, giving over the song of the Torah so um, and that was a couple parishes ago the last week's parasha um, Hazinu parasha Hazinu so they learn from this that when you are learning Torah, you must call out the name of God, which is a source for some type of brocha before you learn. Um, I don't know if we've discussed this yet. I think we have. But the brocha is like we do, like we do in the morning, and also, So it's like a three-pronged brocha. But if you say, you, to my knowledge, you are Yotzeh, the bracha Midoraita. Okay. Um, so those are the two brachot and those are two Doraita brachas. We learn that saying Bukhara Torah after... How do we We know that it's a Mitzvah Doraita to say Bukhara Torah before you learn. But maybe it's a Mitzvah Doraita to say Bukhara Torah after you learn. You know, so there's a bit of a discussion with that means um, like we do after we get an aliyah but it seems to not be that one Rebiochanan Yochanan might have had a Havimina that we, we, we have some type of text which is an after for learning so it says like this we learn out that there's a Torah mitzvah to say after learning from the law of saying Mikalvachomer, for from a how much more so, we learn that there is a mitzvah to say a brocha on food before you eat. That's a Torah mitzvah. Min um, Torah, from the law of saying a brocha on the Torah, which is a Doraita, which you say before from a Kavachomer, meaning like this. There's no explicit source for saying the brocha over the Torah after learning, and there's no explicit source for saying a brocha before food. But we can learn from a how much more so kind of mechanism that, you, that there's a mitzvah to say an after brocha on Torah, and a mitzvah to say a before brocha on food. This is a havamina. We don't hold like this, but this is the Gemara. We learn out there's a mitzvah to say the brocha over Torah after learning from brocha. From, from a how much more Because so. just as food, lefanav. does not require a brocha before, right? Midoraita, only afterwards. Taun um, lacharav, but it does require an after bracha from the Torah um, after you eat food. Torah, Torah, learning Torah, that requires a bracha before you learn. is it not logical that it requires a brocha for afterwards? Meaning, if a if learning Torah requires a brocha before you learn, um and Birkat requires a Brokha after you learn so how much more so would you say that if something requires a Brokha before you learn you need to say a Brokha after you learn and then we do the opposite Uber and the after Brokha for food lefaneha is bef- that there's an obligation to say a Brokha over food before you eat Min Birkat Torah, from the fact that you say a before Brokha over Torah learning Uma Torah, because just as Torah to that doesn't require an after brocha after you learn to una requires a brocha before you learn as we said earlier mazon food that does require an after brocha is it not logical she that you should have a before brocha. so meaning like this it's a it's a strange now, a that is going to be refuted quite quickly. And that is that if something requires an after-brocha, and another source, learning Torah requires a before-brocha, and you basically learn a Kavachomer from each of them, just if learning Torah doesn't require an after-brocha, an after but Bekara which does require an afterbroca, surely it requires a before brocha. Because by food, you re- sorry by Torah, you have a before brocha. And you can swap swap them. Where it comes to bikaramazon uh, bikara has an afterbrocha. Torah has a before brocha and no afterbroca. So if food has an afterbroca. How much more so would it need a before bracha, just as Torah has a before bracha? And the bottom line is, what you can argue about this is you can't compare the two. There's a specific reason why Torah needs a before bracha, and a specific reason why Torah why food needs an after bracha. And you and therefore they they don't you can't learn out from each of them because they're both different. So therefore, the Gemara says, "ikale You can mifrach means to um, refute a kalvachomer. Ikalam ma mazon Food is different because food you enjoy. You feel satisfied afterwards and therefore it makes sense to thank God after you're full. Before you've eaten, you haven't enjoyed it yet. Umala Torah shekein chaya oilam. Whereas when it comes to Torah, the the benefit that you're truly going to receive from Torah is not even going to be felt after you learn. It's actually kind of a, 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 um, a reward that's beyond this world. And therefore, it makes sense to say a before bracha to, on your learning because the consequence or the real benefit of learning is not to be had afterwards. So it makes sense to thank God before you even started learning. And therefore, learning is different. It makes sense to have a, a first bracha, and eating food is different and makes sense to have an after That so therefore you can't compare the two and furthermore it's taught over food you make an after lefanav and you don't make a brocha before what's this referring to? so in the Mishnah that we brought uh, in yesterday in the last year we had I think it was again we said about um or two previous shirim we said about this concept of uh of being a balkari and having doing hirhurim uh, and having thoughts about doing mitzvot like shema and bekaramazon and the mishnah said clearly that when it comes to doing berkaramazon after food there you must think about the words but you don't make the brocha in your head before you eat which shows you that the after bracha is doraita and the before bracha is rabbinic to yufta and therefore we refute the statement of Rabbi Yochanan saying that there's a that the before brocha for food or the after bracha for learning is doraita rather they are rabbinic okay guys i hope that was clear um but bottom line is we've gone through a process where we've learned out that the after on food, Birkat HaMazon is Doraita and the before bracha on learning is Doraita, that's Birkat HaTorah Now, now we're going to actually go quite a different direction and we're going to suggest an opinion that holds saying Shema is actually rabbinic. So let's see like this, Amarav If you If you you know you finish davening and you think to yourself, oh my gosh I can't remember if I said Shema or not. So you unsure if you said Shema? Safek lokara, and maybe I didn't read Shema. You don't go back and read Shema again. Why? We'll see. Because according to this opinion, according to Rabbi Shma Shema is actually the rabbonim. Safek amar emet But if you unsure whether you said Shema, the Yon explains if you unsure whether you said Shema and Emet V'Yatzev which is the brokha you say after Shema Safek Law Amar you unsure whether you said it you might have said it or not Choser, you do go back Boomer Emet V'Yatzev and then you go back and say the the brokha of Emet V'Yatzev after Shema my time what's the reason? Kriyat Shema D'Rabbonen Emet Do writer fascinating opinion of Yehuda that saying Shema is actually a rabbinic law, and doing emet Vyatziv is actually a doraita. How so? Because when you say emet Vyatziv, you fulfill the Torah, you say the Torah mitzvah of uh, remembering Yitzyat Mitzrayim. You remember coming out of Egypt. When you say Shema, you also actually um, fulfill a Torah mitzvah in the third paragraph. Um, So therefore, Rabbani Yonah learns that if you, if you are unsure whether you said Shema, um, you don't have to go back because you did. You assuming you you said Emet V'yatsiv. Interestingly, but uh, if you are not sure whether you did either, then you only have to go back to Emet V'yatsiv because that fulfills your mitzvah d'oraita of remembering the coming out of Egypt. Okay, so that's a, fa- uh, and a very interesting opinion of Rabbi of Rabbi Yehuda. Mativ Rabbi Yosef. But Rav Yosef argues, he brings a contradiction to this, or a challenge on this. It says in the Shema that you must say it in, when you go to sleep and when you get up, which shows that saying Shema is a Torah commandment. So the Gemara says, Amalei Abaya. Abaya, says to Rav Yosef, Hahum Those words that says that you must say Shema when you get up in the morning and when you go to bed that's talking about learning Torah you have to learn Torah at least in the morning and at least at night and the how to do that mitzvah of learning Torah can be done through Shema but it can be done in other ways so the obligation to say Shema in the morning and in the evening is not actually an obligation to say Shema it's an obligation to learn Torah whereas Emmet V'Yatzev is through emits if one remembers the coming out of egypt so it's none and so we bring a question on this we say a carry somebody that a similar mission he must think in his heart the words of uh, shema but he doesn't have to think in his head or his heart and um, the 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 before brokers of shema or the after broches of Shema, which include Emes So this Mishnah that we quoted that um, that we are working off here shows quite clearly that Shema is Doraita and the broches of Shema is the So it says, and saying, and once you've eaten food, you 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 say in your head, in your heart. Um, uh, the bracha of amazon after food, but you don't say it to yourself in your heart for the brachas before. So that's a, another clear raya that doing Birkhanamazon is a doraita after you eat. And if you might have thought Emmet v'yatsiv doraita, that saying emet v'yatsiv is actually a Torah commandment, the Mishnah should say, make a brocha after Shema in your heart your thoughts so that's a, a coin to that Tanner who's the author of our Mishnah it seems quite clear that Shema is the right and after bracha or the before bracha of Shema is rabbinic my taima, um so, so now the Gemara will defend it my timer, mavarek why should you make a bracha so, sorry my timer, mevarech, i Mishum mitziat mitzrayim ha adker the Kriyat Shema. so this is the question why would you think to um, have the thoughts of Emet Vyatsev in your head it's only in order to mention shkriyat but you've already mentioned so only because you to mention coming out of Egypt but when you say Shema the third paragraph of the Shema is when you mention the coming out of Egypt so therefore you don't need to make another brocha after Shema in your heart or in your head because you've already fulfilled the mitzvah of remembering egypt in the shema so that's what the Gemara says my time i why should you why should you think to make a brocha after shema if it's because of coming out of egypt you've already mentioned in kriot shema and that's why it's not a proof that the after brocha of emet Vyatsev is doraita but rather you fulfill the mitzvah doraita of remembering coming out of egypt in emet viatzev as you do a Shema. V'nei maha ha maha. Say, why don't you rather do emet v'yatsiv? V'lo ha. And don't do Shema. So it says, Kriya Shema Adifa. No, saying Shema is better. The taiti Because it has both. It has both. Remembering coming out of Egypt. And it also has the acceptance of the yoke of heaven. But interestingly, at this point in the Gomorrah. This Mishnah that we quoted is not a proof that saying the Shema is Doraita it actually is Dorabonin and you fulfill a Mitzvah Doraita by saying Vayomer which is the third paragraph which is to remember coming out of Egypt. The same Mitzvah can also be done through saying Emmet Um, Okay we don't hold like that we hold saying Shema is Doraita because we hold like this opinion. Rabbi, Amar. Rabbi Lazar says, "Safek ra kriat shma, safek If you are unsure whether you said shma or not, kara. As I say, safek lo kara. Chose You must go back and say kriat shma. Safek hit pala, safek But if you are unsure whether you've davened, ainu choser, you don't go back. Umid pala, you don't go back and daven because davening." The Shema, the Amida, is only rabbinic, and therefore Safek and Lahakel. If you are unsure whether you've done a rabbinic law, you can be lenient and not redo it. But when it comes to a Torah law, like Bekaramazon, or like Shema, according to Rabbi Lazar, you if you are unsure a Safek Doraita you have to be strict because it's a doubt of a Dorait of a Torah mitzvah, and therefore you have to go back. So we got Rav, we've got one opinion saying that it is a, uh, it's the Rabbinic Shema, and we've got another opinion, Rabbi Lazar, that is the writer, and we hold like Rabbi Laza. Okay, Rabbi Yochanan Amar, and Rabbi Yochanan says, what does he say about davening, um, if you go back, if you're not sure whether you davened um, or not? Rabbi Yochanan says, If only you spent the whole day davening, so there's nothing wrong in going back, if you were unsure whether you davened, amida you can daven again because the more davening the better whereas um it says here but with rabbi elazar he says you mustn't go back and daven if you aren't sure that you haven't davened why because the relationship we have with hashem is a formal relationship and when you daven even though it's asking for compassion and forgiveness um, nevertheless it's also standing before the king and you can't just willy-nilly go and stand before the king whenever you want so therefore unless you have to daven then you can go daven but if it's just a doubt whether you have to repeat your davening or not then you don't do it so that could be the machloket between Rebbe Lazar um, and Rebbe Yochanan and Rebbe Yochanan not saying a storaita he's just saying that you can daven the whole day whereas Rabbi Lazar is saying don't go back and daven again first because it's not the right and secondly because it's inappropriate to just go and informally daven uh, to Hashem. V'ama Rabbi Yehuda Amashmu, Rabbi Yehuda says in the haya omed Shmuel you standing in you standing in your amidah. Venizkashit shit and you remember oh my gosh, I've actually davened already. Poisak, you stop. Even if in the middle of a brocha, you should stop your brocha according to Shmuel um, and, and not finish it because you actually don't need to repeat it. So we see from here that Shmuel holds like Rabbi Lazar that you don't just go and daven um, without the formal need to daven. So uh, mm-hmm. the Gemara asks, Is this so? Vaha Nachman Kia veinen bei Rabba baravua. Um, so, Rav Nachman said uh, When Bay rabba Bar-Avua came ba minay hani benay Bey-Rav to- They asked of the Shala hani benay bey Bey-Rav to umidkar dechol be Shabbos. These people, they mentioned, they made a mistake And while they were davening their Shabbas Amidah While they were davening their Shabbas Amidah um, They remembered that it was actually not Shabbas it was a weekday, so they were mentioning weekday requests on Shabbos. So what must they do? Mahu Shigmaru, Should they finish the broches and Amidah That's a Shabbos dica Amidah uh, And he said to them, Gomrim kol You must finish that particular bracha that you on, and then you go from there. And you uh, continue with the Shabbos Amidah this is actually that when it comes to Shachrit, Mincha or Marev if you by mistake start saying the weekday Amidah on Shabbos there you you must actually finish the bracha you on and then go back to uh, the Shabbos Amida. but when it comes to Musaf you m- you stop in the middle of the bracha because Musaf doesn't have the weekday tefillah in it at all it's a specific tefillah for Shabbos, um, and therefore it makes it doesn't make sense to mention weekday on it, and therefore you must uh, stop and go back to the beginning and and start doing the Shabbos amida. Um, just so, so the Gemara asks, yeah, we just said that if you realize you had already davened, you should stop in the middle of the bracha, but this other case from Rav Nachman. He says that if you davening the weekday Amidah on Shabbos, you must finish that particular bracha. You mustn't uh, stop in the middle. So it seems to be a contradiction, meaning that you don't need to say the weekday Amidah on Shabbos, but at least it says you're allowed to finish that particular bracha. Whereas when it says that you're davening a bracha, a, a Amidah you don't need to do, it says you must stop in the middle. Seems like a bit of a contradiction. So the Gemara answers, "Hachi hashd is this comparable? Hatam gavra bar chiuvahu over there. When you daven on a Shabbos, um, you are obligated to daven. Verabonen hu dalo atrachihu mishum kavod Shabbos. And the rabbis made, a, made the davening on Shabbos shorter so that it would be a bit more relaxed for you. So therefore, you have the obligation theoretically to daven midah on a Shabbos." And the rabbis took away the weekday davening. So if you land up in the middle of a weekday bracha, it's not bad because you're still obligated to say the amidah. So finish that bracha and then go back to Shabbos. Whereas the other case of where you've already davened ha Tzalilah, you've already davened and therefore you're no longer barach you're no longer somebody that's obligated to daven. And therefore, that's why you must stop in the middle because you basically are davening something that you shouldn't be davening or you don't need to daven according to this by the way you see similar to rabbi um, elazar that you shouldn't just go and daven a voluntary tfila it has to be something more formal and structured um and if you don't have to do that formal structure then you actually shouldn't go and do it again so basically um how we uh uh, so so let's continue a little bit. So just to finish the Amud, va'Amr Rav Yehuda Shmuel. Rav Yudha in the name of Shmuel, said like this. Now again, Shmuel saying another statement. Hit Palel the Kneset. If you daven and you go in, you've already davened, and you go into Shul. Right, we're doing this fundraiser for Benay. So you have already davened Shakrit and you walk in there and you see that we're having a a late Shachrit minion. What should you do? And you find the congregation davening. If you're able to renew something in your davening, daven for something different, make it a bit more um, creative or, or add something to it, then what must you do? Then you should daven with the community because it's a greater davening with the community than, uh, than what you davened on your own. love, But if you're not able to renew something in your davening, be more creative, then you shouldn't go back and daven. Now, so we saw two statements of shmu. The one was, we saw above here, um, that uh, if you find yourself in the, you forgot that you'd already davened and you find yourself in the middle of the brocha, you must stop because you're not allowed to just go and, Daven again if there's no particular need to, and you've already davened, and yet Shmuel says again, if you go into um if you walk into a shul and they davening as a community, if you can renew something in your davening, there like it's a new tefillah, then you should do it. But if you can't, don't do it. Do it again. It's kind of like Shmuel's repeating himself in a way. He's basically the rule is if you can't. Make something different about your davening. Don't daven again. And he kind of had two halachic expressions of that. Um, so, why does he need to repeat both? Utsricha. No, it is needed for Shmu to teach us both cases. The Iyashmin and Kamaita. Because if you would have taught us the first, right? If you would have just taught us that in the middle of a brocha, you should stop and, uh, and not continue davening. That is because, honey, mili, these words are yachid yachid. That's when it comes to when you daven on your own and then you have another time you davening on your own. So since you didn't do anything different, you davened on your own and you then you davened again on your own, which seems unnecessary, then you should stop in the middle of the bracha. Um, same case, or tzibur v'tzibur. Or you've already davened with the community and now you're going again and davening with the community again. So why do it twice? Therefore, in the middle of the broch, if you realize you've already davened, you have to stop. Um, But what if I'm an individual and I come to shore and I see them davening, that's a higher level tefillah. And you might have thought that Shmuel holds, in that case, you should daven again. Why? Because when you have the comparison between davening as somebody on your own or davening in a minion, it's as if you didn't daven. That's how much better it is to daven with a minion. Kamash Malan the, therefore Shmuel teaches us that you, that even so only if you can renew something in your davening are you allowed to daven again but if you can't renew it you can't um, and if you would have taught us the rule about arriving in a shul and you've already davened and you see the tzibur davening so only if you can renew something you can daven again there The reason why you shouldn't daven again unless you can renew something is because you haven't actually started the amida so you're not in any position to stop it you it's now about choosing to start it and only if you can renew something can you choose to start it but in the first case where you've already in the midst of your amida so even though you've davened before you're still in the midst of the bracha you might be saying bracha in vain so at least finish the bracha I would say um, uh, maybe not um, m- 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 sorry, rather I would say um, finish off the brocha or finish off the amida because you've already started Kamash Malan, shmu teaches us that even in such a case you stop in the middle and you don't finish the bracha, therefore therefore both cases are uh, are needed um, I hope uh, everything was clear in that piece but basically what we discussed just to summarize, we brought up um, this concept of uh, of a uh, um, of a uh, bikada Mazon being the source for Birkada Mazon being from the Torah as an after brocha we saw the source for doing bikada Torah before you learn as from the Torah we had um, a discussion whether Kriyat Shema is Dorait or compared to the uh, the brokha of Kriyat Shema of Emmet V'Yatzev if it's Dorait or Um and then we went on to um, whether you can repeat uh, where, if you are unsure whether you said Shema, you must repeat it but when it comes to davening um, you mustn't repeat it um, and whereas Rabbi Yochanan held no you must repeat it and you should uh, daven more and more and then we saw two cases of Shemul, um that when you if you um, if you forgot that you've already davened you should stop in the middle of the brocha um, and and uh, we saw that if uh, you have an opportunity to daven with the community, if you can renew something you're davening, you should do that, even though you've already davened. Um, and we saw that if you daven uh, the weekday Amidah on Shabbos, you should finish that bracha and come back to it uh, and go back to the, the Shabbos uh, tefillah. Thanks so much for joining, everybody. I'm Moadimba uh, Simcha, and great welcome to Yaakov Shlada. Please, God, heal able to continue. Um, and also, uh, we'll see you on Thursday uh, where we'll finish the DAF um, uh, and really sanctify our Chol Hamoid. Okay, guys, keep strong. Thanks, Rob. Thank you. Bye, guys.